Hey, welcome to the Cracked Comedy Club! Tonight, Josephine Lacey is over from London. We have backstage chats before the show. We talk about where's the pubic hair gone, getting spammed on email and Insta, caring for her 16-year-old son, Callum, who has autism. We read out a couple of embarrassing moments that listeners have sent in, and uh, Josephine shares one of her one of her own. <laughs> and two things came as a real surprise to me. Uh, one is her backup job that she was about to do before she got into stand-up, and... Uh, and her real name, Josephine's real name, she says at the end. And jump on Instagram and follow Josephine Lacey on Autism Mama and Puberty. That's Autism Mama and Puberty. I'm guessing like me, you're probably already Googling puberty a lot. <laughs> a quick clip of Josephine in action that night, and then straight into the interview with myself, Damo Clark, Eddie Malarkey, and Josephine Lacey. I've got one mate. Since we come out of the lockdown, she's been relentless in trying to pimping me out. Relentless, right? She said, I want you to listen to me. She said, I want you to go out there and I want you to be more forceful in getting yourself a man. I said, bitch, that's illegal. (laughs) It don't matter who does the forcing. That shit is a crime. Josephine Lacey's here. Hello, hello. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's lovely. You yeah. guys are great. Second time over for the, the crack den. Yep. From London. Yep. Hopefully you'll be a regular little thing for me and yep. you guys. Yeah, well, Thank you're going, well. going to be doing your solo show in a couple of months here as well. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to that. And the Sol- yeah. Soho Theatre sold out and you've got more in London. Yeah, I'm back there in May 9th and 10th for May. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what, what's your show about? Um, autism, mama, and puberty. So it's all in the title. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. There better so, be puberty in the show. Oh, there yeah, is. So, yeah. So really, it's just kind of like funny. It's like it, it's a, it's funny. It's a love story. It's like my son, obviously autistic. Basically, a, a teenager who a pubescent who happens to be autistic, and like he's got sensory processing disorder. So like. He doesn't have an understanding. He went to bed and one day and woke up with this massive brown dick and didn't know what to do with it. Didn't know why he was the owner of this huge, yeah. And like, things like that are in there. Uh, it's almost I mean? like it's a dream of most lads to wake up and have a big yeah. brown dick. Some people pay for that. Don't I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Botox. Now we want scrotox. Yeah, we want. yeah, yeah. So. And just like all the hormonal stuff and there's like stories and just things about what happened and how I supported him in getting to him to kind of understand his body and the changes. I don't want to say too much. They're going to need to come and see the show when I'm here. Done right. Yeah. I have a brother uh, who has Asperger's autism and it is a very different thing. Sexuality is a bit different for that person. Puberty is yeah. a bit different because the rest of us are on a different journey of social interaction whereas someone who has autism doesn't necessarily have the normal social skills or they think completely differently but they still have sexuality so then they've got this fucking it's a whole different hurdle that's why the bio the tiny little bio bio is if you want to hear a tale about a pubescent teenager who happens to be autistic he's still gonna go through those same feelings as every other teenage boy 
but he's got no forward thinking. He's got, like you were saying about your brother, he's got none of, he's got none of those tools. Um, and it's, you know, heartbreakingly, the world doesn't fit around those kind of children. The world expects children to fit into our world when it should be the other way around because we, we're in the know and they're not. So, yeah, he's going through the same as every, what you went through, what you went through, um, but he's doing it differently. And I have to kind of guess, and I have great support. He had great support with the school and they're in the show and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, it was it was a lesson to be to be learned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> embarrassment is such a big thing when you're going through puberty. Everything's you, you, embarrassing. Everything's embarrassing. Pro- probably because you don't know what is going on in your body and you don't know what the changes are. Mm. So then you're embarrassed by it. Or maybe this is is that everywhere or is that more Catholic thing? I don't know. No. Well, funny enough, he um he went on this tip because he got all the facial hair and stuff, and he wanted to shave, and. His skin for me was too young. I'm like, your skin is too young to be like doing that kind of treatment. And he he, ha- he has a respite facility that he goes to every other Friday. And just a few weeks ago, he came back with no facial hair. Oh. And he had told them that he wanted to shave. And he's 16. So I suppose like, and he never told them the rule is at home that he can't shave. I'll trim it. Um, because he also has um, eczema and he didn't like the reaction. So he's not getting that everyone develops differently. People have different skin types and stuff like that. So. And um, our sponsor this week is Gillette. Uh, <laughs> do the, the best shaving kits around. <laughs> the new seven blade Gillette. Regardless, the new neurodivergent Gillette blade. <laughs> not on my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's mad as well? You know how like young people, so I hear like there's the pubes that they do not like pubes. That's the thing of the past. So you know, I you know we have vague memories. You see your dad walk past the hallway, we have a go on the shower. You just remember big hair. You just you know hairy, big cock and balls. But imagine if you saw your parent and they had no hair, you know, because they'd removed it, right? Which is a normal thing to do. People don't like pubes anymore. It's gone. So then imagine that. And they haven't talked to you. Then you start growing hair there. You'd be like, what's going on with me? Like Teen Wolf. I'm going to see from Teen Wolf. Pube Wolf. Pube Wolf. What are you doing in there? No, Dad. He it's opens a, the door. Big hairy cock. Yeah. It's a full moon, Dad. Not <laughs> <laughs> he the pubes come out the full moon. They're coming out his like trousers leg through his fly. That's another thing. He asked to cut his pubes, and I, that, again, I was like a no no. I mean, I didn't discuss mine. I'm a '60s baby. I'm full on '60s fucking bush. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't get why a grown ass woman wants to have a muffer for teenager. There is hair there for a reason. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what the tip is, what the fashion is. Like, there's hair. Trim, fine. Yeah. I never got yeah. all this all this runway lines and, and bikini line. And, <laughs> you know, why would you go and pay to have... A, is it the Brazilian with the runway? And I'm like, there is no... Fanny out there that is expecting a seven four seven to land on the <laughs> yeah. Like why? Why? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How it's do, for how friction. Did, it's what? for friction, isn't it? How did it become a trend? Uh, I think it was American. I don't porn. know. Is it porn? 
Cause, I don't know. Because do you know what's weird? Women are making their eyebrows bushier. They want big, bushy brows, no pubes. It used to be the other way around. And even that, but all the all eyebrows. Do you know how much I am complimented on my eyebrows? Great eyebrows. Because they're mines. I've always plucked them. I've never had threading. They've been the same shape. I just don't get that snail. Everyone's eyebrow in this generation looks exact. It don't matter what their face shape is, what their eye shape is, and it just don't look right. It yeah. don't look right on so many lasses. Yeah, yeah, like I want her know. eyebrows. No, you should want your eyebrows. Have for your shape yeah. face. I learned. I did a beauty course when I was a teenager, and we learn. And they shave from the top, and you're not meant to. That is your natural arch mm -hmm. there. You're meant, and there's meant to be a diagonal line from your lip to the edge of your nose to the corner, and that's oh. where your eyebrow is supposed to finish. And like, I just don't, I just don't get it. Do you yeah. pluck your eyebrows sometimes? No, when I was younger, I did. I remember the middle. Bit. Yeah, the mono. The I have a bit of mono. The, I got rid of mono, but I haven't for a long. I haven't yeah. for twenty years, I'd say. But I did. Then it was bright red. red. Like, and what's then worse? You get yeah. Those big ugly spots I used to get because I had that, but I think as you get older as well you lose you don't grow back hair as you did well with me i haven't like i had really hairy arms and like legs like you know velcro so my arms would stick together <laughs> <laughs> like shoe straps oh no my arms are stuck to you josephine's always got her arms folded no no they're stuck they're stuck, they're stuck like they're intertwined she's, she's got a real attitude problem <laughs> Just I, hairy. I told her I loved her. She just crossed just sat her. there with her arms crossed. <laughs> Over a bush. She's all tangled. <laughs> Knitted together. Yeah. Man, keep the pubes. So how keep long have you been doing anyway. stand-up? This October, October 23, the 26th of October will be 16 years. Hey, wow. nice. Yeah. Nice. What I was your first like, one like? What, what, what well, I did one of those comedy showcases where I did, like, I ripped my first five minutes. Like, um, we went every Sunday for three hours. And, and then on the seventh week, you performed it to a friendly audience. And... Um, yeah, it was like we got it taped and I loved it. I must admit, like for a first gig, it was really good. And um, but you could see the nerves like I was discreetly trying to wipe my top lip. You could just see this sweat building on my top lip. And it was about how I found out my boy at the time. I didn't have uh, my youngest, uh, my 29 year old. It's how, when I found out that he was no longer a virgin. And he was 15. Oh, and it was that story um, that I told that I put into a routine. And, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the guy who run it, Keith Palmer, a lot of the other groups were going off and doing other, paying to do, like, improv and clown and stuff like that. And he said to me, he said, don't pay for any other kind of classes. He said, if you want to do this, just go out and do open mics. He said, like, you, you've got what it takes, but you have to find your comedy voice. And that was in 2008, but it wasn't until 2010 I decided to, I'm like, I need to make this as a career because I was in that change then. 2009, my son got his diagnosis and I was in a high-profile job running services for vulnerable street, um, homeless, uh, drug addicts, uh, crack houses, um, and stuff like that. And I just thought, 
I don't want a job in this position anymore. And then being a carer at home, it was too much. So, uh, but I'm also dyslexic, so I didn't want to go back to college, never done uni. And I just thought, I had to sit down and think what I wanted to do. And I thought, well, food will always make money, but I didn't want to get up in the crack of dawn and open a working cafe. Mm. Um, and I honestly thought, hand on heart, what I and I even done a business plan to open a brothel. I thought <laughs> I did stop it. Ca- I thought, cafe or brothel? I <laughs> Wait, it's Jesus choice. There's such a hard what choice. What kind of froth am I going to put on? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do people eat all the but time? No, but <laughs> food I and pussy. Think I would make yeah, you could call that your madam. brothel. Food and pussy. <laughs> I could do both. I get a breakfast roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go... But I think I would make a brilliant madam in the sense of like I would look after my, cl- my, my workers, my client. You know, they would be safe. I'm a woman itself. And then I thought yeah. I'd have a gay man. I'd have someone who don't mind, you know, like for the little kind of quirks. If a man wants to wear a nappy, I'll have a nanny in and all this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is it, is this, is this is like a spreadsheet. You I, know, I swear I to how, you. I love how before, I s- before the business aspect, the rentals, you're like, well, let's lay out all the kinks first. Let's, yeah. say, let's cater to every kink. Everything, and I thought I wouldn't even need a load of women. I thought a brunette, a redhead. Uh, uh, I, I had it all kind of worked out. Just one woman with wigs. Work her to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that nappy on and the red wig. Get to work again. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mindy, you. nappy's back. Okay. Get I had family members down who could do the front desk, who could do security. And I was just like, I had it all worked out. I had it all worked out. Are you a bit bummed out that the comedy's doing really well? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and then somehow, um, and then I turned 40 and I did um, the showcase and then I did Edinburgh for the first time, 2010. Just a group of us just went up and did spots for people, open micy kind of spots, people who had booked us. But running around doing gigs every day, I said, yeah, I like this. Yeah. I, I can I can do this. And then I thought, if I'm successful, it will be a way in of securing my son's future. At that time, I didn't really know much about autism or how he was going to be. He was completely nonverbal. I just knew that it might be possible to make money at some point. And yeah, so, but, and it was good for my own mental health as well. Is it, does he have a... a- particular passion in something and um he's um a savant for his musicality i haven't said that professionals has deemed him a savant and he's a genius in areas of mathematics oh wow so um there is scope for him but he doesn't he's very particular who watches him play he's really socially shy socially awkward but he's absolutely brilliant. He's up. I'm trying at the moment for him to agree for me to set him up a TikTok or Instagram. Because when I post, the odd times he's let me um, quickly film him and I've posted the comments have been amazing. And I show it to him. Um, and I'm like, if you let me, now he's 16. I'm like, if you let me film you like maybe once a week. And if you tell people what you're playing and who the composer is, we can put it out there. And I'm hoping that will help him allow, like, not be so awkward when people watch him. Yeah. Wow, that'd be amazing. Good on you. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm a bit 
uh, worried about social media. Twice now in the last few days, I got messages on my Insta posts saying, so the people must have known that they're comedy videos, if they're bots, I think they're bots, saying, oh, wow, uh, love your videos. Would you Do you do any commissions? DM me. So the first one I said, I do commissions. I wasn't going to DM them. I was like, you know, contact me if you want. Then they contacted me and said, oh, I'd love you to do a, a video for my son's birthday. I'll give you $200. I was like, what? Has this person come to a few shows? I don't know. I said, yeah, sure. And then... um and then they, they said, okay, great. He's three years old. I was like, three years old? Why are you $200? You, you out of your mind? Get them Barney the Dinosaur for the day. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, am yeah. I going to, like a little video of me for 30 yeah. seconds? Are you out of your mind? But I was still like, well, they want to do it. $200. They want me to make a few jokes about Tom and Jerry. I'll do it. And then um, and then the, 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 all the kind of, gra- with the dialogue was weird. And I was like, this is all weird. And then I said, um, oh, can you, I can, you can pay me through PayPal if you like. Or read out, oh, yeah, read here's out what, the actual. Here's what I got, yeah. And I was uh, suspicious on top of this then, just before I was about to go through the payment. Oh, here's the message. Uh, another person said on another video, really similar comment saying, love your videos. Okay, do you do commissions? Question mark. I was like, twice in like three days. Yeah. And I was getting suspicious at this point. I was like, damn it, like. Finally breaking through, finally Fine getting commissions. In They're your head, you'd already spent the money. Yeah. Oh, I'll get that new spotlight. Yeah, that new yeah, yeah. Speaker Two fucking bots. Anyway, this says, uh, we're paying from Mickey's child saving account. This is how they're talking about how I'll get paid. It doesn't support third-party accounts. It's a check. But you can just print it and make a mobile deposit with your bank app. It should reflect immediately. Just log into your bank app. You'll see a check deposit option where you can scan the front and back of check. I'll contact his account manager. It's just uh, like what? when you hear that kind of shit, you're like, why would a three year old have an account manager? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Is he sponsor Pampers or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get onto his savings account and Mickey. I bang. ignore yeah. them all. I don't get commission ones. I do get dodgy, and but they go into my um, request messages um, and I just delete them. I, I do read them and I don't respond. I don't accept them. I just delete them. And I had a few similar <laughs> on my son's um, piano playing ones. I'll post it onto our page. And the first one, like you, I thought, oh, like, this might help him. And then um, I, I messaged them something and they were like, then there was this fee to post on it. And I was just like, yeah, no, yeah, sod yeah, that. I was yeah, waiting yeah, for the yeah. fee yeah. thing. And then, and then I saw this on my friend's uh, Instagram, Zoe Danahy. On her story, so she said, uh, So apparently, there's an AI robot pretending to be me and calling people asking for a job reference. Question mark. So, this is just a PSA I'm telling people that I'm not applying for a job at a nursery. And then, welcome to the dystopian future, I guess. So, like, AI robots are kicking big time into social media. I don't know. There's a lot of fishy stuff going on right now with uh, the new AI shit that's come as out. As long as you just ignore all the comments of just people e- you don't know. Yeah, that. that's what yeah, I do. Yeah. It's just like if like emails with links. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah. ignore My son's been conned a couple of times and he got conned the other day as well. And I just, and I'm just like, I've told you, even if it's a friend, message your friend first and ask if they've sent you. Then why would they? He sent, but like, the <laughs> he wasn't working one time, and he got this link uh, for the taxman owed him money. I'm like, why would the taxman owe you money? You've not done a striking job in two fucking years. <laughs> why would the taxman? <laughs> where, where's your common sense, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Well, they owe me money. Brilliant. Thanks, Tax. Yeah. Yeah, from, from where? Yeah, from yeah. where? What, yeah, yeah. what have you earned? 
Yeah. So <laughs> like, yeah, they do. And and I also was told like you're more susceptible with the more friends that you have, like the bigger your account. So I don't know if you've got like thousands of friends on your. Well, that was an Instagram. Instagram so yeah, I've got yeah. a few yeah followers. Yeah. Yeah. How many followers have you 3, got? Three thousand and a hundred. Yeah. So like I, I, I was told that the, you're more susceptible with the more right. followers that you have Facebook, Instagram and that kind of stuff. It's amazing, right? Because we're not on on socials compared to some of our other comedy mates. Like we're, we're small fries. Yeah, Imagine like if me. you get 100,000, 200,000, 300,000. Like, what, what are their inboxes yeah. like and DMs Constant. like? It must be hundreds of that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundreds. You'd have to delete all of them. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. yeah, it's it's nuts. Although, uh, speaking of, th- this will be a good way to get into, we've got, we, we put out emb- any embarrassing stories that people have. And uh, just the other day on Insta and... Uh, I got one, Eddie got one, and then we'll maybe tell some of our own. Is that cool? Like These are only little ones, right? So Rebecca, she was here the other week. I remember because we were chatting afterwards. She was here with her husband and a friend. So um, I go, what's, all I said in my Insta story was like, what's your most embarrassing moment, right? And uh, she just says, my most embarrassing moment was when I was with my vegetarian friend in a cafe. Good. And the waitress bought us our sandwiches, right? Standing right beside us at the table holding both plates. The waitress says, ham, right? For some unknown reason, I raised my hand up in the air, like right up. And I said very, very loudly, I am the ham, in caps, she says. Everyone just stared at me in the cafe. I don't know what happened that day. My brain was broken. Neurodivergent. Neurodivergent. Yeah. I am the ham. Uh, I should ask, are you still friends with that vegetarian of yours? Friend of yours? <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Monica sent to the, uh, cracked an Insta. She's a regular at the club. Uh, so this is her embarrassing moment i was asked by security at the train station to delete a picture i had just taken of the time schedule it's an anti-terrorist measure apparently they wanted to make sure i deleted it so i had to literally do it in front of them except i forgot to delete the previous picture that was my ex-boyfriend's dick pic <laughs> <laughs> is that the departure board we were talking about oh wrong schedule whoops <laughs> <laughs> anti-terrorist measures delete the time schedule why can't you take a picture okay. of a time schedule here's the ham here's the ham <laughs> um, anyway. well, I mean maybe his dick was also a lethal weapon could have so, been like... it could have been <laughs> just, just running with it out screaming <laughs> security are like hey I know that dick delete that delete picture delete that dick <laughs> the, the it terrorism. shoots bullets live bullets <laughs> live bullets <laughs> Speaking of dicks, Kigo, who is a comic from Bray, he says, real quick one, uh, I broke my penis on a cinema door on the first date I ever had. He says it's all been downhill from there. But why wasn't he sticking his pants? Yeah, that's yeah, the that's other that question. Why was your maybe dick? Maybe it was a porn cinema. Maybe they were like... Maybe it was a brothel cinema. Maybe it was downstairs somewhere. Maybe, maybe it was... Sleazy. A, a separate business venture of yours. Uh. <laughs> and it, well, you, you, your penis is further out and than I'm your sure knees. I'm sure it can only break when it's erect, isn't it? When it's That's true. Soft. It's soft. It's yeah, not breaking. It's, true. it's, it's it just kinking. It's, it's like it's, yeah. uh, Play-Doh when it's soft. I mean, you're yeah. not going to... Yeah, I think Kigo was definitely erect walking into that cinema door. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way it would have... His banjo stringed would have sort of twanged. Wouldn't it? Yeah. 
there's something going on there. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a few. You need to find the lead up to that yeah, story. Yeah, there's major plot yeah. holes there. You yeah. can't leave us yeah. with that. You got yeah, yeah. He, he forgot to say like, so I was wanking heaps in the car park. Yeah. Then my yeah. date yeah. arrived, yeah. and then I ran up to her. I was running away from security. After they saw my penis on a photo that a friend showed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you said you had a. Embarrassing oh, moment that you've never told anyone before as a joke? Well, um, yeah, well, all it was really, right, I was, we were on holiday and we were packing to go home. So it was the end of the holiday. So I was packing away. I was bent over. Uh, oh, man. And so I was in the hotel, I was in our room, bent over, packing a suitcase. And I had my whatever I had on, but I didn't have no drawers on. And I was bending over, and I released what I thought was just wind. But as I <laughs> broke wind, wet poo came shooting out of my, uh, my anus. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but, but this is the... In case it of landed, doubt. listen to this, the way it landed exactly on the stripper zip of the suitcase... In the line, so like, and I, I thought I had farted, and it weren't until the fart came out, I thought that wasn't just a fart, and I turned around and I couldn't see the mess. I was like, I could have swore something came out with that fart, and the person <laughs> I was with looked horrified. And <laughs> I know, their eyes, <laughs> they must have saw it come out. So I'm looking, I'm like, I know something came out, and when I looked down, it literally was just along the zip. It was just like, <laughs> it was just, I, I had to meticulously clean off the zip tooth by tooth, right? So I didn't go through customs with a shitty zip on my suitcase. <laughs> It'd be easy to spot when it's coming around the conveyor on the other side. <laughs> Which is mine. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, shitty yeah. zip over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the label. It's just the one that smells of shit. <laughs> Man, I've never heard any story like that. Uh, and like, there's loads <clears throat> of stories with my son, but I wouldn't just call, I wouldn't call them embarrassing. It was just like, you know, one time we were in the supermarket and he is pubescent and he, he just froze. He stood still and he just said in his loudest voice, can I get my penis out? <laughs> and I was like, oh dear God, what do I, because you know, like, what to, you know when he does something for the first time it's the first time it's happened to me i've not had this experience and mm. i'm like yeah. i know everyone heard this <laughs> i just know and i didn't and i just looked at him i said no you you can't get your penis out and he was like why it's hard <laughs> oh, i was like oh dear lord and like I just did what I figured every other parent would do, and I just tried to hide behind the trolley, and I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> but like again, I, it's not embarrassing. It's just like it is what it is. But like I go through loads of stuff. At least he has the decency to ask. There are some yeah. people in the comedy industry <laughs> didn't yeah. just whip it out. Out. <laughs> they don't ask. Uh, whip it out. So you're not getting cancelled if you ask first. That's the. Yeah. Other thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's part of my show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is a mad thing, though, that you have to learn as a child, it's not appropriate to get your penis out. Because yeah. until, you know, there's a there's a point with growing up, your penis is always out. Yeah. And then you have to somehow internalize. Yeah. You don't get your penis out mm. anymore. Yeah. And he was just 
uh, understanding that in public in a supermarket. Well, he does a So Safe program. He's part of the So Safe program where um, it's, you know, to try and get him to understand how to safeguard himself and to respect other people's safeguarding space. And he seems to be really good at dialogue now, at keeping his safe space, but he's not good at coming into your space. So um, that's the bit. So he, he understands his, but he doesn't, he doesn't transfer that into, I equally have the right to that safe space. So, like, he will come into my, the bathroom without knocking. He doesn't knock coming into my room. He'll ask females. Like, he, he has randomly gone up to... And granted, like, rightly so, but he has told women that they've got nice breasts. And, like, they just, like, look... And, like, I'm like, oh, like, really sorry. I said to this one woman once, <laughs> I'm really sorry but my son has spatial awareness issues. <laughs> 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 namely, namely the space between him and your titties. Because <laughs> my first oh, like, sorry, he's autistic. You're never really, I never really kind of like just say stuff like that. Maybe I should, but like, why explain him away? <laughs> just saying, yeah, just saying like, he's got spatial awareness issues. Could be taken up. To see like, He's extra special. And not just that, he's being managed. My son doesn't run around feral. Like I've seen neurotypical children act more dysfunctional than what my son does. You know, like, and the parents are sitting there drinking, smoking, and they don't know what their child is doing, running around ragged. Um, but my son is managed. You can see I'm there with him. So if you haven't got the common sense to see, oh, all right, then there's something a little untoward. There. Yeah, yeah. So I never say, "Oh, sorry, please forgive him. He's autistic." I, I don't say that. Yeah, I don't say. Yeah, that. I think he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Spatial awareness and your boobs are in his space. And yeah. like, <laughs> you got cracking boobs. Cracking like, boobs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you just you just high five him. Don't rush it. Does he's never <laughs> said that to a woman who's got like fried eggs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, her he friend next them. to her's like, "What about mine?" Sorry, he didn't yeah. say. Yeah, I didn't say. He's him. got a overly honest disorder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there is a bit of truth that. to that about yeah. people with autism because they just don't hold back a lot of the time their yeah. thoughts. I find uh, with my brother and having met other people who are autistic, a, a big thing of it is they sometimes they yeah they struggle to put themselves into other people's shoes. Yeah. You know to to see it from another person's perspective. Yeah. On a on a kind of quick basis that comes naturally to most of us. You know you assume oh that's what that person is thinking yeah. or don't do that because you won't they, say that they just don't see like they just don't <laughs> see it. So then they say you've got cracking tits. Yeah. Because uh, they don't see the any problem. They don't see yeah. how another person might feel. They just they, none of those things come across their mind. So they just. I mean, when he was younger and looked like a child, you know, you could see the funny side. But now. Like he's what six foot two. He's got facial hair, and if someone doesn't tr take that moment to think, aha, uh -huh, and he says it to someone, and she's with her boyfriend, mm. do you know what I mean? I worry that like, what if someone tries to crack him one mm. or something like that? Um, that's never happened, and I hope it never does. But yeah, it, it's it, it has shifted now to it being a bit more. Oh, guess what he did today? So. Like, oh, Lord, I hope this doesn't happen today or something mm. like that. You're a regular host at Top Secret? Um, I've got a residency every Friday and Saturday for the Late Late Show. 
Nice. Yeah, like, top secret comedy club London. If you haven't yeah, been ready. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's, tops. it's my favourite. Mm. And they've got their own socials as well. And your clips yeah. come up a lot on there, obviously, because yeah. you're ripping into the crowd. You must have fun just like... Yeah, I do like the banter. Whole MC is crucial, especially for late night shows like that, because yeah. you're setting that dynamic. Yeah. And if you don't get those fucking people in line yeah. and in the right, in the right, just frame of mind for it, yeah. it can be an unholy ruckus for everybody. Yeah. I mean, once I tell them my clitoris is bigger than any cock in the room, they kind of get the message. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. yeah, I loved having you over the last time you were here. And uh, I'd, I'd never seen your set or anything before. And when someone comes in and has a, just a, a completely fresh, I, I hadn't seen, you know, that style, you just own the room instantly. And coming in at, with that energy, and it, it com- it's great because, it, you know, it, it just changes the dynamic instantly. Everyone is just like, okay, we're in it, you know, yeah. we're in this space now. All right, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, when, I think when, when an act is on stage, the minute you, as you'll know, the minute a comedian steps onto a stage and picks up a mic, you are subtly telling a whole room, shut the F up, I'm going to make you laugh. Mm. And it's a powerful <laughs> yeah. statement. You, without saying a word, I think that's and that, and that's what you you need to own. The you need to own that. I it's my office. The minute whether it's a raised stage, whether you're on the same level, and I love being on the same level. I love having the front row in arm's reach of me. I love intimate rooms. I love this room. I'm in my element in them. When I'm on a raised stage, it's great work. But I, it's not the for me. It's not got the same intimacy. It's not like I can touch them and grab them and look them dead in the eye. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. You, you know, like yeah, I love it. I love that kind of nearness to mm. them. Yeah, and you feel it's that the fact that you can reach out and just grab their shoulder if you want. Yeah, <laughs> and do. Or yeah, their phone, great. if they have the cheek. Someone took their phone out the other day and was just, like, messaging, and I just t- took the phone. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, no, like, like, who, like, right in front of me, really? Mm. Oh, I was just answering the message. Go out the back then, and then, like, we were reading the message, and I tried mm. to call the person, and he was like, it's a work, it's a work thing. It's a, and I'm like, will you get the sack? And he was like, I don't know. And we carried on. <laughs> <laughs> the person didn't answer. So, I got but yeah, it just brings like it just so many things can happen. I, uh, there's quite a lot of comedians who are autistic, quite yeah. a few, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or say they are, or say, yeah, say they are. They got some good jokes about it. I think it. some just like acting like a cunt, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are, there's a lot on the spe- and I'm. It's a lovely the fact that they like, and there are some that I've watched, and I do watch them, and I think I really hope that one day my son can play in a room with this amount of people watching him. You know, it does fascinate me that that they can they can do that, and like autistic. Um, comedians who are in relationships, you know, um, and I just think, oh, I hope my son has that one day, you know, like can share himself with someone on a one-to-one like that. Um, but yeah, I do admire it, and mm. I do, yeah. It's hard to it's like my brother as well in the crowd. He he freak out, you know, 
yeah. can't handle uh, cr- crowds for any extended period, even for a short yeah. time. He gets, and it's fucking, it's it's so hard to empathize sometimes because you're like, it affects his mood so much that you're like, you're going for a coffee. If the cafe is just a little bit too busy or something's off with the cafe, he, he'll sit down. And you're like, no, I don't want to be here. I want to go. And then you're like, we just fucking got, this is the second, third cafe we've gone to to get a fucking coffee. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't want to be here. And he stands up and you're like, oh, my God. It's yeah. so hard to keep your cool. You're like, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. We'll cafe. go drink in a field. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you to really kind of like hold in patience, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're like, well, you know, that's their fucking sensory. That's their experience. It's not fucking personal. And yeah, yeah. The other day we were um, out and about. So, um, again, supermarkets is really hard for Callum and uh things like that and we were running an errand and i said should we go and get something to eat i was starving he likes restaurants and stuff um and he doesn't have a lot of junk food and he said he wanted mcdonald's and he wanted to go to this he wanted to see they'd closed this mcdonald's in wandsworth and they put it somewhere else but on google maps it still says open inside south side so he wanted to see, even though he knew it was closed, he wanted to see if Google was lying. They were his words. And I was like, but there isn't anything really there that I can eat. So I feel like I've like, done that a few times as well, though. Yeah. You know, if someone tells you, no, that's definitely closed. You're like, yeah. But Google says, yeah. <laughs> like, I need to go and see this. Like, say this myself. I, yeah, I, like, you know, but you... he knew it was closed. Like, we've been in that shopping center so many times. <laughs> okay. And the new one that's open is just on the high street, right? So I said, all right, then, let's go. And we went there and it was closed. And I said, all right, then, so can we go to get something to eat? And he said, I want McDonald's. And I said, but, you know, like, mommy don't eat McDonald's. And he said, well, you can watch me eat. <laughs> and by then, <laughs> right, that's, and, you know, fry I, I, I lost fry. my appetite. <laughs> and I got this stubbornness about me just like, and I feel awful when it happens. And I was just like, all right, then, mommy will starve. And watch you eat, right? And yeah. went to McDonald's and like, and like, and I just thought at some point he's going to click that mummy needs to eat, and he'll turn point? around and he'll say, "All right, then let's go somewhere else." And no, we went to McDonald's and mummy watched him eat while my belly was rumbling, and I was just like. Yeah, and it is comical, but I get what you mean. There was just this frustration that just thought, like, just for once, can we just do, like, this shared thing? Yeah. Like, this just, just, just today, can we do it? And I sometimes think he senses how much I want that and just says, no, fuck it, mum, no, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. ultra autistic today. And, <laughs> like, because sometimes also as well, I think, do you know what? Do you know what? This isn't one of the most frustrating things about, and I know so many parents that blame everything their child does on the autism. Like, oh, um, he's like this today because he's autistic. Oh, he's got a pimple on his bum today because he's autistic. No, he's got the pimple on his bum because he didn't wash his ass properly. (laughs) It's why that pimple was there. Do you know what I mean? I just don't, you know, sometimes my son is being a shit. 
It's got nothing. No, no, it's true. It's not like, yes, he's autistic and he's always autistic, but he does have a sense of mind that sometimes he's been a shit. Yeah. He's made the decision. Yeah, because we've all been shits and we don't yeah. all have autism. Yeah. So like, you can't you, gonna you, He's yeah. not like not being a shit that you don't lose that just because he's autistic. There is an element of him and like, that's, can I say it? Cuntish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. And like, I would not say that if it were. I'm his mother. I love him. I've got three children. He's my heartbeat. I love him above the other two. I'll always will. But that's the truth. Yeah. And I think I think you have your your bet. It's better in your own heart. You can live with it better if you just admit and own some of those things. Otherwise, you just banter into the autism, mm. and it will drain you. That would be a good ad for McDonald's, though, wouldn't it? Because a lot of parents don't want to go to McDonald's. The kids <laughs> love McDonald's. Yeah. You know? It'd be like a, a little argument with your mother and a child. The child's like, "I want to go." Well, I'm I'm starving. I can't go to the. Well, mommy can watch me eat, and then cut to <laughs> McDonald's, and the kid is just having a great time, and mommy's just like, "Fuck's sake!" Yeah, and the kids like, "I'm loving it." Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's like, yeah. I'm not. Tell me wrong. But then, you know, the other day, last week, we went to a lovely Thai restaurant uh, for lunch. And like, and when we left, I said, that was really nice, weren't it? Like, did you? And he said, yes, that was very nice. And I was like, my belly was full. His belly was full. And it was lovely. Hey, Thai so, food. Speaking yeah. of full, we've got a full comedy club very shortly. Uh, yeah, we got to open the doors for the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, early cool. show. Thanks, you. So big shout out to our sponsor, Re-Raw Beer. Not Gillette, as formerly mentioned. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not shaving. You can shave your pubes if you want, but yeah, yeah. make sure you're drinking re-raw Irish lager while you do it. Re-raw craft lager, tastiest stuff around from Bro- Wicklow. Wicklow brewed. Oh, it's crisp. It's fresh. It's delicious. Re-raw beer. R.I. Fodder. R.A. Fodder. Right? Yes, yes. If you Do you know what a fodder is? I've heard it. It's a little, it's a little accent on top of a oh, vowel. Of the little mind. thingies that change the yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. it, because no, in fairness, is... an Irish. I think every language, like their own, was a friend. Well, my middle name is Josephine. My Christian name is Neve. No, so, yeah. I didn't know that. You're yeah. Neve. I'm Neve Josephine. You're Neve. Yeah. Neve Josephine. So you've got a father on Neve. Yeah, I've got it over the I, and yeah. then there's two dots over the M, and then some. The, the, the if you're a bit older, you spell Neve with the B, which I don't. Um, I just spell it with the H. The M H. N I A M H. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's two dots yeah, over the M and the Neve. dash over the I. Hey, Neve. Yeah. Neve Josephine Lacey, everybody. Yeah. Neve Josephine Lacey, drink a re-raw beer. If you're in or around London, you can go top secret every top weekend. Secret, top but secret. Mainly Soho day. coming up. Soho show, Autism, Mama and Puberty, 9th and 10th for May, 9pm. And I've only got about 30 tickets left for each show. Nice. And luckily, yeah. if you're in Dublin, uh, you bring that show here soon, yeah, later in yeah, the year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. keep your eye out for Early that. autumn, post about it. Yeah. Nice one. Josephine Lacey. Thank Josephine Lacey. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you, Josephine. You. Bye.